Baptism means to immerse or be dipped completely under water. Throughout the Bible, the idea of immersion in water has served to teach us a valuable lesson many times. For example, during the Old Testament, a powerful man called Naaman was instructed by God's prophet to immerse in a certain river to heal a disease. The river possessed no magical power, it was God's gracious power that Naaman received when he obeyed. As the Gospels began, a great preacher and prophet named John the Baptist was calling for people waiting for the kingdom of God to be baptized. This was a baptism for repentance and forgiveness of sin under the law of Moses. The baptism we will study today is the primary baptism seen in the New Testament. It is a baptism in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. It began after Jesus resurrected, so men like the thief on the cross were not required to obey it. We hope to express clearly, just as the Bible teaches, baptism is a faithful response to God's grace by a penitent sinner for the remission of sins for salvation. What does baptism have to do with the Christian faith? Why do many who believe in God either not know about or reject the teachings of baptism? Let's take some time to help others understand what baptism is and what it's not. Number one, baptism is not a suggestion. Some people believe that there are different ways that people can become a Christian. Some people believe that all one has to do is pray a certain prayer. Others say faith alone. Some are baptized as babies, and others have a variety of rituals to follow. All the while, many see baptism as a suggestion, and that people who want to become a Christian can choose whether or not they want to be baptized. However, baptism is a command. While many deny the importance of baptism, it's worth remembering that it's in the New Testament a lot, over 70 times. The context is always important to determine why baptism is mentioned. For example, the Apostle Peter once said, Can anyone forbid water that these should not be baptized, who have received the Holy Spirit just as we have? And he commanded them to be baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Peter commanded people to be baptized. The Holy Spirit revealed this valuable command, and Peter preached it. Could you imagine someone trying to persuade you that you do not need to believe in Jesus to be saved? The same is true for baptism. Baptism is a command that all obey when they want to become a Christian. Number two, baptism is not a work of the flesh. Some people hear that baptism is a command, and they become nervous. They claim that baptism is a work, and that we're not saved by works. Such concern is appreciated. No one can earn their salvation. We are saved by God's grace through faith. Grace is God's unmerited or undeserved favor. God didn't have to send Jesus. He didn't have to offer us a way out. We deserve the reward of sin because of what we've done. But thanks be to God that He looks on us with compassion and mercy. Faith is complete trust or confidence, and biblical faith is obeying what God says. Works aren't always bad. Did you know that Jesus classified belief as a work? Listen to his word. Then they said to him, What shall we do that we may work the works of God? Jesus answered and said to them, This is the work of God, that you believe in him whom he sent. Jesus called belief a work of God. Does that mean those who believe are trying to be saved by works alone? Of course not. He's showing the necessity of belief. It is a spiritual work to believe. Baptism is an act of faith. 
Faith is obeying what God has asked. God has called for penitent sinners who want to be saved to be baptized. Therefore, it's not a work of the flesh, but a faithful response to God. The Bible says, There is an antitype which now saves us, baptism, not the removal of filth from the flesh, but the answer of a good conscience towards God, through the resurrection of Jesus Christ. It is not about cleaning dirt off our physical bodies. It's not about earning salvation as a work of our own merit. We will not stand before the throne of God and demand to be saved because we were baptized. Rather, when God saved us by His grace through faith, He qualified what faith is, one that obeys His Word. Number three, baptism is not a physical washing in holy water. There are tons of rituals involving water used in a special way. This is true in other religions as well. Water is such a powerful force across earth, it's no wonder people want to respect and use it in religious ceremonies. For Christians, however, there is nothing special or magical about the water itself. As Peter said, it's not about cleaning off dirt. If the Bible taught that baptismal water was holy, we could tie up and throw in people who may not even want to be baptized. Such would be a salvation by merit. Baptism is a spiritual washing. Sin has made us spiritually filthy. Our sins stain our soul and make us impure. Saul of Tarsus was told, And now, why are you waiting? Arise and be baptized, and wash away your sins, calling on the name of the Lord. Saul, called Paul later, referred to baptism as regeneration. That means a process of renewal, restoration, and growth. Our spirits are restored spiritually when we accept God's grace through faith and baptism. This physical act solves a spiritual problem. Just as Jesus' physical death saves us from spiritual sin, our physical baptism puts us in a spiritual, saving relationship with Jesus Christ. These are three comparisons of some misconceptions and truths on baptism. Check out the follow-up to learn a few more pure and simple truths on what the Bible says about baptism.